Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute, girl. Get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. All right. Hey, sisters. Today, I'm with a friend of mine, Katrina Lelly. I'm so excited she's here. I actually got to chat with her recently on her podcast. It's called Just As We Are Podcast, and she's going to share a little bit more about that. But um, my episode will be coming to you next week, and um, I'm really excited to hear it. And then I want you to hear from her. So I'm going to just let her kind of share who she is and a little bit about herself. And then we're just going to have a little fun, candid conversation. So um, I will tell you this though, she has been her, one of her pieces of her story is she has been sober for 10 years, which is so, so cool. And I was just chatting with her beforehand and I, I just was like, you know, two years, 10 years, whatever, the fact of where we are now and our vision, our mission, it would not be, where we are and it would not be even we wouldn't even be able to have clarity and even move towards it if we were still involved in our stronghold so here she is so let me hear from you girl tell me a little bit about yourself absolutely thank you so much for having me on and a thousand percent with what you said like definitely would not be where i am today had i still participated in um, drinking, so in alcohol. But uh, my name is Katrina Lully. I am a wife of 12 years. I have four little ones. Um, I'm actually a stepmom. My oldest is 14, and then I have twins and a, and a little two-year-old little guy. He's like the joy of our family, totally completed our family. But um, I am a life clarity coach. I help women identify and remove what is blocking them from discovering their true purpose and happiness. I, as you shared, I'm also a podcast host. I'm incredibly passionate about helping women, helping mamas find, come from that powerless state into a purposeful state. Um, I believe that we all have a purpose here on earth, um, whatever that looks like for you. And I think that over the course of our lives, um, you know, no matter if we're in a place, a dark place, such as like drinking alcoholism, some sort of addiction, or, you know, the more I do this work, the more I found out, find out like we're all affected in one way or another. And we all have a purpose here. And I love helping women guide and come out of that darkness and that, that light. And, you know, um, I love, I love people. I love being outside. I love being, um, the outdoors and camping 
and being with my family and creating those memories. And it's just my honor to be here with you. Awesome. I love it. And it's so cool. I have seen some of your fun um, Facebook posts and pictures. Uh, Katrina has just a fun little goofy personality. I love that about her. You can tell she's just easy. I mean, just since we connected, um, so easy to talk to and you're funny. And um, I love that, you know, I have the, I, uh, as we share that we have a passion for other women and other women to find growth. And it's just, you know, they might just be in little different seasons of their lives and going in different directions. And that's what the great thing about being able to be coaches and being down a road that we've, where we have moved past and through it. It's a blessing to be able to, to guide them and shine that light. So I know that, um, it's probably thrilling to see once they like have that light bulb and the clarity and what their, what their next phase is. So tell me a little bit about like your personal story where I would say, you know, my listeners, I like to share what we call like a set free story somewhere in your life. Obviously clearly there was, you know, you've been sober for 10 years. So there's that, but I know there's more because typically we have seasons throughout our life where other things grip us or whether it's trauma in our lives or, you know, family situations, but maybe something that you feel like that just maybe you're being led to share of where you were really stuck and you were really just in a place that could have been kind of dark and that you were able to, you know, get out, move through it and that you've used that to kind of propel you where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, listening to you and thinking about it, I realize, you know, I truly have not been like set free in the way that I've always wanted to until the last couple of years. But the catalyst, the beginning of that was definitely early on in sobriety when I got sober and when I began to work a program and that's what worked for me. Um, because without that, without being set free from that chain of alcoholism. Um, none of this that I have today, none of the rest of my path would have occurred the way it, what, way it has. And I a thousand percent believe that, you know, every step that I've had to take was necessary to get me right where I am. And, you know, along the way, there are different things you'd identify that I identify like to get set free from, um, to be, to let go of. Like I, I have pictured myself as this person who grew up in an alcoholic home and had, um, parents who had a nasty divorce, a dad who left, you know, a brother who got into drug addiction and like all of these beliefs that we pick up along the way in that kind of environment, you know, that's where the chains started to get put on myself. You know, we're, we truly are in our own self-imposed prison, but we, know, we don't realize it and we don't want to acknowledge it. But it was definitely um, back in 2010 was the big break that created the ball that started the rolling of creating the other breaks in the chain that have occurred in my life today. And that was showing up to a recovery meeting, um, not wanting to, but being taken to one and that was definitely the beginning of all that. Mm, that's beautiful. And I love how you start to describe the chain because sometimes the links take time to break. <laughs> yeah. um, and they're different ones. Sometimes we tighten them back up too. So yep, we totally so, do. 
Um, and you said even the last couple of years, you've had some huge transfer transformation. So, so, you know, kind of fast forward through that. Cause I know that you had, um, you, you did a program and things like that. And, um, so just kind of, kind of highlight some seasons of your life. I just love to hear more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for sure the, you know, getting sober and then three months or three years into, into sobriety, you know, I found myself being called for more. I found myself needing and really like searching for something more. And, um, that's when I started to be open to other possibilities. That's when I started to, um, attend some personal growth seminars and that's, um, what started to open up my, my mind into the possibility of what else is there. I mean, the program, the 12 steps that I went through is like the foundation, the quality, but there's, there's a piece that's missing there and I wasn't getting it from there. So I went searching elsewhere and that's when I started to, um, invest in myself, invest in these programs and start showing up in these, in these rooms where you're, you were pushed in a different way. You learned about yourself in a different way. And that started me down the path of realizing, Hey, I want to do something like this for other women. I want to teach other people. I've always wanted to be a teacher, but what I didn't realize was it's not of little kids. That's, that's for other people who have way different capacity than I do. And I, and I love our teachers. And that's what started me on this, truly on this path of like, I know I want to do something more. I know I want to do something different. And so going through this whole program, all of these courses with a particular company led me um, to a network marketing company where once again, I was pushed to grow because I was putting myself out there in a way, having to talk to people. And I was terrified of people. I had a, I had a point in time in my sobriety and it lasted years and I never thought it was going to end where I would go through periods of, I mean, I've always de battled depression, always had something like that, but I had periods where I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't get out of bed. And I thought, would think to myself, how is this possible? I am sober. How is this possible? Like, what is so wrong with me? What am I missing? Because I can't get out of bed. And, um, you know, I was in between jobs. I was a stay-at-home mom for a while. Um, I worked a couple different jobs. I went back to school. I went back to college and got a technical certificate. I did all of these different things. And, um, you know, uh, then I was led through to the network marketing company, like I shared, but it was through that I found my current coach who started her own brand and started her own coaching academy. And um, it was the work with her that truly like got in and started to break down and break free the things that I really needed because it wasn't too long before I met her. And this was um, seven years into sobriety. Like I found myself at the brink again. I found myself with a rope around my neck because I didn't know I was crazy again. I was definitely in, insane again in, in, a, in a way that wasn't so blatantly obvious to me as when I was actively drinking. Mm. So I thought I was okay. And, you know, it was through that work, doing that inner, the inner work, the true getting down, understanding the inner child, understanding trauma on a whole different level and doing that work right there that has like brought me here to where I am now, which is so beautiful. I feel free and I feel amazing. 
and I appreciate like people telling me when, oh, you're so funny and I love it. And because I'm like, is this, is this coming off really good? And that girl would not have showed up like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So many good nuggets in there. Oh, and so many things that I can really say, oh yeah, I, I kind of feel the parts of that journey and, but, and then everybody's destination is a little different because mm -hmm. I actually, well, let me say it this way. So we have gotten to a place where like, wow, we want to help other women and this is something we want to do. We're super passionate about it. And that path may not be for everyone, but I just, I firmly believe that especially those of us who allowed drinking to become a stronghold and hold us back. It's, it's because, you know, there's something different about us. We really, really do want more. And I think once we finally get that out of the picture, because a lot of times that's a go-to because we're, we are, you know, maybe in a season where we're wanting more and we feel like we can, or there's circumstances in our family, or we're just like super busy and super stressed. And then that slowly creeps in and we're like, well, what is, not only do we numb out the stress, we then begin to numb out all the desires and the mm -hmm. visions and the things that we thought we, you know, we remember, man, I used to, when I grew up, I wanted to be this, or I thought I'd like to do this. And then we're here, we're grown ups you know, mid thirties, forties, fifties. And we're like, Whoa, wait a minute, what's happening. But what happens is when you remove that, then your eyes begin. Cause it does take time. You know, it takes time for your eyes to open. And then, then you do the inner work. I was the same way. I was part of a network marketing company and I still love like, as far as like me personally, I love taking the products, but there became a time where I was like, you know, I just don't feel in alignment to like quote unquote work this business, but that was a key player for my growth. Very big on personal development. I'm sure there's women listening that are in um, any sort of network marketing, direct sales, social retail, however you want to talk about it. It is huge for personal growth because, mm -hmm. you know, anytime you're going to put yourself out there, I mean, the inner game's huge. You know, that, that inner growth, the confidence, the, um, you know, just the mind drama we have. But you have to be to a place where, you can grow and handle it. So there's that. And then there's just the piece of like finally just coming into who you are and owning your personality, which is great. And I believe whether a woman decides to champion in her family and once she removes the stronghold of drinking and she gets to a place where like she shows up, like she's never shown up before for her family or she takes it into her workplace or she joins a network marketing or she becomes a coach or a teacher or whatever. It's the fact that finally what happens is, you know, it's like the scales are removed off our eyes. We do the inner work. We forgive. We, you know, we work on setting visions for ourselves and it is super, super powerful because then I think that's the key. When you feel free, I believe it's because you're finally in alignment with who you were designed to be. I mean, yes. who you were truly designed to be. Mm -hmm. And for me too, I don't regret any of my journey because my journey allowed me to be who I am now. If I hadn't have gone through what I did, and I bet you can say the same thing. Like, why would I have so much passion about other women who are dealing with this? Why would I have this, like, just this desire to help them open their eyes and to find their freedom if I hadn't have done it myself? Do you yeah, agree? I agree with that so much. And that's so beautifully shared. And 
you know, I never worded it that way, but I love, I had to write it down because when you're free, it's because you're in alignment with who you were actually designed to be. And that is so, just so true. And we, we forget all of that stuff because of all the things you listed, being a mom growing up, like that's the way, you know, the normal people out there seem to do like, I've, I've thought myself crazy for a long time because there was still that little girl, that girl in me who, who sees magic in life and who dreams big. And I'm a 37 year old woman and people are like, you're not supposed to dream anymore. You just do this. And it's like, no, no, no. I don't believe in that. Mm-mm. I don't believe in that. No. So, um, you did talk a little bit about too, how you got to uh, a stage of depression. I definitely want to cover that too, because I, you know, it's interesting when we talk about the words recovery or, you know, all the words like have some sort of stronghold or something going on in your life for me, you know, at least, and I think this is easier even for others to see, or you can go, Oh, okay. So I'm over drinking. Let's remove the alcohol. You know, maybe it's, you know, nicotine or spinning addiction or pornography or whatever. There's this thing that's really visible. Depression and anxiety is super tricky and Mm -hmm. the words are used loosely, but I have also seen people who have, cause then you, then you see if you feel this way. Like I had some challenges with depression earlier on, but then now once I've learned most of mine was triggered from the alcohol to begin with because of what it was doing in my brain. But you know, did you find yourself just kind of getting frustrated at yourself? You're just like, wait, my life is great. I don't drink anymore, you know, and then, but why can't I get up? Like what's going on? And then that whole inner critic steps in. So talk a little bit about that. And then like, what really got you, what pushed you forward at that point? Yeah, it definitely, I mean, my inner critic was on all the time. I felt so ashamed, like so guilty, like the worst person in the world because I couldn't get up and I couldn't show up to work for a week, two weeks, sometimes three weeks at a time. And I, I was like, how is this possible? I have overcome this feat of alcohol. What do you, what more do you want from me? You know, what else am I supposed to do? And I mean, I, truly never thought I would escape that. I really never thought that that would ever become different in my life. And then I had a person in my life who, who told me one day, Katrina, I promise you, it's not always going to be this way. And I just believed her and I held on to her words. And while things didn't change right away, it still took a few more years for me to get really different. I realized now it was because I was out of that alignment. I wasn't doing what I actually wanted to do. I wasn't being the owner of my own life. I mean, is it definitely in my brain? Is it in, you know, all of that, the sciencey stuff? It absolutely is. But I also believe, like you said, it's thrown around, like those words are so big right now. And I think part of it is, is so big because of the busyness and the chaos of the world and the energy. Like when we get grounded and get in tune with ourselves, and we start becoming the victor of our own lives, being and doing the things that we actually want to do and we come into that alignment that stuff doesn't creep up so much anymore I still get anxiety I still can feel myself but I have to stop and think like what am I trying to control that's not in my control Mm. and it's I mean that's a big one I've been trying to control life since I was probably four years old or younger 
you know, and that comes from being in a traumatic, you know, traumatic situations and traumatic um, surviving, you know, your whole life. You know, what am I trying to control? Am I living in the future? Oftentimes it's the future. What am I trying to, what am I worrying about that hasn't even occurred yet? You know, or am I living in the past? And usually that's where the depression comes in, where I feel shameful and I just like don't want to, I don't feel motivated to show up or get up. So I literally have to tell myself, okay, come right back here, Katrina. Let's go right back here. And, you know, check in and ground myself a few times throughout the day. Cause one time in the morning doesn't work for me because life happens. My kids are still my kids. My husband's still my husband. People are still peopley. Life is still lifey, especially extra. So, you know, and so I get to ground myself, you know, that's praying, that's meditating, that's doing breath work. That's um, listening to some, some calming music on YouTube. That's getting unplugged from comparison you know, the social media, getting unplugged from what other people are doing or seeing or being and just getting grounded and in myself. And, um, it's, I think it's, it's always going to be something that creeps up and happens. The depression, not so much anymore because I take care of myself. You know, um, I don't live in the past anymore and I take care of myself and I'm right here. The anxiety I think is going to creep up because that control that, you know, we always want something to work our way, especially when you're choosing to play bigger at life, it can creep back up. Hmm. But I don't know that it's actually anxiety. It's just more of like my, I want my ex, I have my expectations and I want them to work out. I want yeah. what I want and I want it right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah. Well, I love how you, well, first of all, people will be peopley. That's hilarious. That's the, <laughs> that's the quote of the day, y'all. People <laughs> peopley um because they so will oh my goodness um but I love how you actually described what you do in those moments throughout the day because I think that's the thing is you know listeners just take take some ideas from her you know I kind of do the same things you know I do have my I'm very very um um trained and ritualistic and I look forward to my quiet time in the mornings because I like having that moment before my kids get up and I get ready for work so that's huge for me but same thing there's times throughout the day that it is some just some deep breathing um, some intentional thinking you know we have to which we're doing this book in my group right now it's called get out of your head by Jeannie Allen if you guys if you've seen it or not seen it or it's great and she just goes through that it's like all the and the intentional that we have a choice with our thoughts so if we're starting to feel these feelings in our bodies which we know that anxiety when we're trying to control the outcome and expectations, it's usually racing heart. You know, we speed up our breathing, we get hot, kind of tingly, a little bit of tension, headache in the back of our necks, you know, just very jittery. So, you know, sometimes we're so busy in life and we're in reactionary mode and, you know, we are, um, whether we're, we're going harder in a healthy way because we do want more or we're just really trying to like control the, the chaos in our home or the chaos at our, in our workplace. Use that as a, when your body starts to do that, go, wait a minute, rain it in, like rain it in Katrina, rain it in Michelle. Like what, what's going on right now? Where are my thoughts? And then we get to choose it. So choose what you're going to think differently, you know, releasing the control. And then I do um, some same thing with music. Sometimes I'll just do instrumental relaxing music when I have a little downtime, sometimes in my car on my way home, or if there's a, you know, any time between commutes, just quiet, 
you know, for me, sometimes quiet is good because that's mm -hmm. when I can pray and really listen to God. But then sometimes maybe you don't need quiet. If your brain is going cuckoo crazy and that inner critics there, then that might, that might, you know, maybe some worship music, maybe some instrumental, maybe some like, like dance music. I don't know what makes you feel funky and like laugh and have a good time. So I love that, that we're sharing these things because I talk about this a lot and I bet you're the same way as a coach too. You know, our job is not to like show up for you and tell you this like cookie cutter plan or this box program. It doesn't work that way. What works for me, it's going to be different for Katrina, different from all of you listening. Like our job is to help shine a light on you, shine a light on, you know, your desires, pull them out of you, you know, really engage, hear from you, help you kind of scan and look into your life and create what works for you. And guess what else? Sometimes that first creation might not work. We might need to tweak it. You know, you may find that instrumental music does not do it for you. That puts <laughs> you to sleep and it ain't working. So what we do is we tweak from there. But I, what I want to do is when we have these conversations, we share these things. Um, we would both agree that we're doing this to empower you. Yeah, you know, we want you as women to have power, to know that you can control your thoughts, control your, your emotions. And because those are things you can, and then to, to grow through the things you can't. So, yeah. Yeah. And with that, I want to slide in there really quick because I, I'm thinking of, you know, my, my clients or where I was thinking about these things. Like you said, you want the cookie, you want the straight line there. I know I wanted the straight line there. I want you to lay out all the answers and it to be awesome and all the things. And it's just not what works for you isn't going to work for me necessarily or whatever those things are. And don't spend so much time thinking about these things. Just do them. Mm. Just do them. And then be intentional about doing them repeatedly over and over again. And before you know it, everybody else is going to see it before you, but you will start that change. It'll become so natural to you. Mm-hmm. I heard something today just listening to um, one of my mentors and it was basically like something in the effect of like with clarity, then next takes action and then that creates momentum. Mm -hmm. So it's just the movement and the taking action and doing the things like you said, not just thinking about it and like, well, I'm going to sit down on Monday and I'm going to write out the things that I really want to work on. No, <laughs> think of it and just do it. Like try it out see how it yeah. feels. Try it on. That's what I say. Put it on like a, like a new pair of jeans. Just see, does yeah. it, but does you, does your booty slide right in or is it, are you struggling? You know, <laughs> just try it on. So, I love that. I love that. Um, so let's just kind of, um, finish up with a little bit of, you know, just like kind of where your heart is for the women listening, like what you would, you know, most of my listeners are, they're in several places. They're either just actively still drinking, but they know, they just know it's just not a healthy relationship or they've really, they've tried a few times and they've gotten some time under their belt, but they keep going back because they're just struggling with their thinking or they even, some of them are even in place where like, you know, I've, I haven't drank in a while. You know, I might be a few months in, but I just now like, I'm still just funky. You know, maybe I'm depressed. It's 2020. I've been stuck in my house. <laughs> I've gained 15 pounds. You know, what kind of love and um, kind of guidance would you share before we finish up? Yeah. 
if you got sober in 2020, I want to give you the biggest freaking hug yeah. ever because I could not imagine being sober, um, newly sober in 2020. And so if you have managed to do that and stay sober, go look at yourself in the mirror and freaking love on that woman looking back in the mirror because that's a big deal. It's not easy uh, as it is, but with the way the world is, like that's a huge, huge deal. Mm. You know, the fact that you're sober today, maybe you drank yesterday and you're sober today, that's a big, big deal because I remember those days like it was yesterday, but I couldn't put one day together or two days together. You know, I promised myself every day for a long time, okay, this is going to be my last time. This is going to be my last bottle. And that wasn't the case. And really keep going. Just keep going. And if you're feeling stale, it's time to up level in some way. It's time to step up. Maybe you invest in a coach like Michelle, or maybe you invest in a program, or maybe you, maybe you get involved in, well, it's kind of hard to now, but maybe there's some online things you can get involved in that's going to start focusing you on doing that inner work because there are reasons why you drink. I mean, I don't think that everybody who has a problem with alcohol is an alcoholic in the sense that I believe that I am. Like, I believe that my body is actually allergic to it, but there are reasons why we turn to numb out. There are reasons why we turn to these things rather than being in whatever is coming up for us, why we're avoiding our life or avoiding a situation. There are reasons. And so don't give up. If you're feeling stale, time to up-level your life in some way. Invest in yourself. Invest in a program. Find a program. Find, raise, start raising your hand. You know, you can read some books. Books are awesome, but you won't get the transformation like you would investing in, in yourself. Um, but they're still very helpful. So don't think I'm not saying that. Or, or listening to podcasts. But where do you need to step up and... Again, if you got sober in 2020, like I pray, I am so damn proud of you. I'm just <laughs> so proud of you. Awesome. So good. And I, I'm with you. I'm cheering over here too. This, that's amazing. Yeah. There's been several conversations come up and some groups I'm involved in. And, um, and I have, I have seen some women that have had um, success just this year, brand new, brand new. And it is, it's huge. It's always a celebration, but I tell you what, this is obviously a year like never before. So I love that. And yes, it's, you know, that's a call to, call to action and that's what it takes. Just like before any, any time you want to make a change, you have to, you have to raise your hand, say, Hey, you know, whether it's, you know, I need some help or I need to have a conversation and then either way that's taking action. So Mm -hmm. I know our listeners just love you and your personality. So tell them we talked about the podcast, but yeah, where, where can we best find you and follow your cool camping and fun stories? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So obviously my podcast, just as we are is available everywhere. Um, there's changes coming to that, but you, right now you can find it just as we are everywhere you listen. I love hanging out in the stories on Instagram at Katrina Lelly. Uh, you can also find me at, um, on my website at katrinalelly.co. Great. Well, I'm so thankful for you and thanks for hanging out with me tonight. I know that you've brought value and um, we're able to share some things that, you know, are not part of my story. And that's why I love, love talking to other women who have um, celebrated 
um, being set free. So thanks again for being here. Thanks for having me, Michelle. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.